0: Made it Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. Interesting day. Uh, Productive, spent it studying the various subjects that I'm studying. Python and Blender, game development, Unity and Unreal game engines. Chinese, of course. I got a Chinese movie list for you. Been a busy day. So I was looking at... uh, some Python development stuff in uh, uh, online watching some YouTube videos. And it does seem this is sort of a carry on from yesterday's blurb about using Python uh, in Blender and in other programs that you can sort of customize it a little bit more, which this is fantastic. Uh, It turns out that the Python that's being used in Blender is a little bit different in that but like with the Udemy course that I have, it's focus it focuses on something a little bit more theoretical, like else if statements. Not theoretical, like these very basic things, like how to name a variable, how to do loops, and things like this. Whereas Python just gets right into using modules, calling things, and like if you're a programmer, you understand what I'll say. But if you don't, then this would be a terrible explanation. If you variable name equals something dot something dot something in brackets and then your parameters right so there seems to be a lot more uses of dots to like call different modules and things like that uh, which I mean it looks great the great thing about blender is that it basically gives it to you uh, all of it I mean you you uh, can turn on the Python tooltips and every time that you scroll over something it will give you the code that you need that you can copy paste into uh, the Python script screen uh, for Blender. It kind of makes me wonder what it's actually useful for. And it seems like there's two sort of main uses for this uh, that that I can see right now. There's probably far more. I mean, one of them obviously is um, extending Blender's, Blender's functionality. Um, but that would be a little bit more so like creating a function or like a, a drop down box that's not already uh, pre-built in blender the other thing is if you want to create animations like so the, the idea that I had is that instead of rendering out an image that would be you know it would, that would take forever you could just code it to build slowly and then do a screen grab of it so that I mean, it would that way you would get the sort of the final result without the duration of having Blender having to spit out all the PNG files necessary to make the movie, like to make the animated files. So that's sort of what I, I was thinking was uh, was possible. The um, other thing about it was actually. There was another guy who... One of the things that Blender's used for is um, game assets. So people will build environments or characters, uh, and they will rig them as well in Blender, uh, which I haven't done yet. This is all very new to me. Um, But with the... You can use Blender in conjunction with another program called Unity, or also there's another one called uh, Unreal Engine. Now, Unity and Unreal, I've heard these before, um, oh, I remember downloading the files years ago, and I never got around to it, it just looked too intimidating, uh, they're basically game development, uh, programs, uh, Unreal Engine has been used on a bunch of famous games, Unity, I mean, even, like, the SimCity and Civilization games, I think, not sure about Civilization, but SimCity was partially built, I believe, in one of those, uh, platforms, but, uh, they they actually, looking at it now, I'm going compared to Blender, it actually doesn't look that bad, to tell you the truth. So, one of these videos that I came across, uh, which was neat, there was this guy, uh, in Imfenzia, Infenzia, I think is his uh, YouTube handle, uh, and he built like 10 cars in Blender in, in 10 minutes. Which was neat because all he did he would duplicate them and then modify them slightly so you had the base the same and then you just changed the like the uh, the appearance of it so that was kind of neat but he actually had a video of him making a video game using Blender and Unity within forty eight hours and so this is part of the uh, a challenge that you can do uh, what's it called the Ludum Dare so L U D U M Dare D A R E that's some sort of game challenge that you you have 48 hours you're given a concept or a theme uh to work on and then you have basically two days to create your own game it doesn't have to be a complete game it can be if you want but it seems like it's uh more for proof of concept games like this 10 minutes basically is i think was he said was how much you how much gameplay you could get out of the thing that he created so i don't know it seems like kind of like a neat idea to tell you the truth. I'm not sure if Unity uses Python. Um, I couldn't really tell what scripting language he was using, but it seems like there is some sort of coding in there, which kind of, I I think I I now remember why I don't think I was using Unity. I didn't want to start Unity because I was just trying to avoid the whole coding uh, problem. Uh, years ago, up until like basically this year last year, when I just decided I should probably learn this already, so uh but that being said, with blender unity unreal um, it seems like it's it's not such a big jump to go between them anymore i mean it's you know it's almost like learning a different computer language that they're all sort of the same, but the syntax would be differently different, and they'd be used in different situations so this is this is a step forward this is good that I can now incorporate knowledge of Python into 3D modeling, into game development. Now, I'm not gonna be creating the next Angry Birds. I'm not that, (laughs) I'm not that confident in my abilities and I'm not that uh, sort of, I can't boast that well. The idea would be to start at least. The first thought that I had is that this would be great for animation because I wanna cut down on render times. I wanna cut down on motion, like Apple motion, which is what I use now. It has certain restrictions and it's basically meant to be a, uh, you know, a supplement to Final Cut Pro. Blender just takes forever to render anything out. So by using Unity, I wonder if maybe that could cut down on some things. You could use it for for animation. That might be an idea to uh, uh, pursue. So, I mean, it's, it's good to see that all of these things are sort of, uh, I guess, intertwined, and Python seems to be a common language that is popping up again and again. There was another video series uh, that I was watching that this guy is making, I guess, a bit of a sci-fi movie. Uh, C.G. Bailey? C.B. Bailey? Uh, he's on there as well. And his his stuff is pretty neat. So let's just see if I can pull up the name here. Uh, C. Bailey Film. Uh, so he, create, he has a 21-part series of creating a sci-fi movie, which I think, because uh, it, he, <laughs> it's a rather ambitious plan that he has, uh, and I think the final video, he started in May 20, May 20th of 2020, and he finished in January of 2021, or February, so it, it took him a good chunk, a good half a year to get it all done. Uh, that being the case, I, I'm not sure, Unity is free, uh, Unreal Engine is free, I think they're both free, Unity has a pricing structure of 5% royalties up until the first million dollars, I think. So they're really just kind of taking, you know, basically a donation from uh, people who are just going to try to make money or I'm not sure, scam the system is a good way to put it, but people who aren't sort of making, don't have VC funding behind them, Uh, which fair enough, I guess, and most people would sort of... uh, agree to that more than they would agree to a subscription model, I guess. And that seems to be one of these uh, uh, ideas is uh, sort of pay what you want. Um, subscription models is becoming a popular payment method. Anyway, so that was a pretty good uh, good learning experience. I mean, it, it, obviously I've got a lot more to learn here. Uh, and if I pick up Unity, I mean, this is gonna be another whole platform. And I'm starting to look at my Computer system going. Is this thing going to be able to handle this? I don't know because three D modeling and graphics generation in general is uh, very computer intensive. A lot of I I don't have a GPU. I do have a GPU in this one, but it's built in uh, and it does the job. But I mean, you, the, the newer computers are a lot better at that. At that for sure. Anyway, I said that I would have a, a Chinese movie list for you, and this is from yesterday's. Uh, class that uh, the one thing about my teacher is that if I ever get her started about movies she goes on about them uh, and I'm not sure if it's like her you know backup plan to just she can keep on recommending movies or something but she said something funny she's like I don't I've never seen these movies because I don't have time I'm too busy but she I sympathize with because I'm too busy. I don't watch movies either. And like when she recommends like a foreign film to me, like a foreign by a non-Chinese film, like there's no point for me to watch a non-Chinese film in Chinese. I guess there is a point. I would rather watch Chinese movies in Chinese. Like the whole one of the reasons I'm sitting down to watch movies and like actually draw up a list is because it's part of my study plan. So like on Thursday morning when I don't work, again I'm gonna sit down and watch a Chinese movie. I'm gonna pick up one of these. Um, I guess the next step would be able to write up a little review of what it is. Uh, so that would sort of be the goal, but I'm including the, um, uh, list in the description of this episode. So you can take a look at that. It's all in Chinese. so you, And the reason I put it in Chinese is so that you can copy it and paste it into your search engine. And I know uh, I have a, a quite a few colleagues who'd be interested in this list, um, Tell me if there's anything wrong with it. I think there's one or two parts. Uh, I'm just looking. Yeah. Uh no, these are all proper because sometimes I was copying down the uh the director's name. And uh yeah, it can it can be confusing sometimes, but no, these are all uh Chinese movie titles. So anyway, yeah, take a look at them. Uh I some of them have been subtitled in English, some of them haven't. I don't know which ones. Again, I'm going for Pure Chinese. I am going for uh, like being able to sit down, read, and recognize most of the characters. Uh, the one that I watched last week, let the bullets fly. That was a little bit strange. It seems like all the movies that are recommended to me are just a little bit like I would I would almost call them Tarantino-esque, where they jump around and they have these bizarre storylines. But maybe it makes sense to. Chinese people I'm not sure I, I think it's just you know there's they're not mainstream movies a lot of them a lot of them aren't uh, but they are classic they are interesting They some of them a lot of them have won awards uh, at least in the uh, independent film circuit or the, in the film circuits the uh, film festival circuits anyway so you can take out, uh, check out that list and uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, if you have trouble finding these, uh, you can—it's—you don't even have to download them. Apps like ITE, um, Tencent Video, or even Baidu. If you search on Baidu, sometimes they'll have a link to various uh, streaming platforms. And the way that I can tell that it works in China—it's that a lot of these aren't hosted illegally they are hosted by the large media companies and so every time you stream them I mean you have to watch a 65 second video uh, like a 65 second ad but then after that you can watch it so if you're okay with that go for it but uh, yeah might get you started on your uh, Chinese lessons you can have fun sitting at work trying to figure out how people read write and communicate in this language Hope you guys are well. It's Tuesday. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.